and welcome to another edition of Robin Records Live from Lockdown. And joining us this evening is Ross Drummond from the Ain't Talking About Van Halen podcast. But tonight, we are talking about Van Halen. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was, obviously, that, that like was a, the number one hit. <laughs> ba, ba, da, ba. <laughs> that was a fucking bass player, not a very good one as well. So, um, <clears throat> hello, listener, and hello, Craig. Hi, and welcome to the show, um, Ross Ross Drummond. Uh, How are you doing? Hi, good. I was going to say good evening, but I suppose it's, um, you know, it's hello, wherever, whatever time of day. Exactly. Do you know what, yeah. what time of day people listen to this podcast? Good question. Uh, never. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, never, that's not never true. All times of the day. We've got, obviously, listeners all over the world, so oh, all yeah. times of the day. Oh. All oh, times yeah. of the day. So uh, as, a, as a, a a special occasion, we've got a guest on the show. It's not something I feel very honoured. I'm um, honoured to have you on. Um, so Ross, I'm just going to give a, give the listeners a little bit of a an introduction to kind of who you are and what you do. So Ross Drummond is a stand-up comedian from Aberdeen, Scotland, mm. another fellow Scot, uh, and he's described as one of those awful musicians who thinks he's funny when his band went on a hiatus in 2018, uh, and the dark underbelly of the London open mic scene came a calling. Um, so Ross um, now um, runs his own comedy label. Uh, he runs a comedy night called uh, The Jerk Store, which uh, does a lot of live comedy at the, at the Albany. And I think, you've have you moved now from the Albany, actually? No, yeah, no, it's at, we moved to the Albany. We used to be... To uh, yeah, but yeah, we're at the Albany now. We just got to, um, as of the coronavirus, we just got to delay, uh, cancel our second second show today. So that's fun. Ah, fun. Yeah. And that's another thing, you know, we're obviously celebrating live music, but, you know, people love going to see live comedy as well. So it's another thing that I think a lot of people are missing. So hopefully we'll, we'll inject some humour into the into the show, Ross. Um, yeah. But you're also a pro- prolific uh, podcaster and you have got a number of different podcasts on the go, again, through the sort of the jerk store sort of uh, theme. Um one of which we're going to be diving into tonight. So you've uh, you've got a um, what's it called again? A <laughs> you've, podcast? Got, you've got a great British Bake Off uh, themed podcast, <laughs> yeah, called uh, Baking Bad, which is yeah. which is, is very good. So uh, people should check that out. Uh, and specifically tonight, you've also got a, a Van Halen podcast. I wonder if you could just tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so a uh, podcast called Ain't Talking About Van Halen. I do it with my friend uh, Stephen Allen York, who's a very funny man in his own right um, and brilliant voiceover actor. You probably have heard his voice on many a thing um, and wouldn't even know it. But um, yeah, he and I, he loves, his favourite band's Queen, um, but he also loves Van Halen. And I uh, just said to him, do you want to do a podcast talking about Van Halen? And he said, yeah. And that was like, Christ, I don't even know when the first episode was now. 
it's probably at least four or five years ago, I reckon, four or five years ago. We've we've done all the albums now. Um so yeah, the first episode, yeah, twenty sixteen. Um we did the first episode and it is it's a lot of shite, but it, there is I, I do a lot of uh, research as well. So Steve's Steve's I'm kind of the straight man ish right. uh to Steve and uh but yeah you will I'd say in between like talking and me doing like impressions of uh what a vibrating phone would sound like. Um <laughs> which I'll do a great impression of, I'll not do it now. Uh but it is on nearly every episode of the podcast. Um <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I've done, I've done my homework, and I know Van Halen, my favorite band since I was about thirteen, fourteen. Oh, that's fantastic! So, um, hopefully, um, then we won't get any more reviews that says we are we're woefully was it woefully uninformed, Craig? Was that that one? Uh, that was a, that was our, <laughs> from our yacht rock expert who invented yeah. the term yacht rock said we were woefully under uninformed. Which I oh. mean, I took. I, I enjoyed that. I think we published yeah, we that podcast that and publicised the podcast with that great feedback. And Van Halen actually was in uh, that Yacht Rock episode. They were like the bad guys. Eddie Van Halen was fucking oh, Mr. Right. Bad Cut. Anti-smooth music. So before we get into the kind of the kind of meat of the podcast, um, what we tend to do, Ross, is we'll we'll, we'll kind of share what we're drinking. Usually, Craig and I are obviously we tend to record this in person, but obviously we're all here in our bedrooms, our home offices, our sheds, whatever we whatever where we are doing this. And um, so I'll I'll go to you um, first, Craig. What what are you drinking this evening? Um, I raided the fridge. I, I like you. I want to bring something kind of interesting to the table every time, but also. When I think of Van Halen, I think of the 80s. I think of, like, light, refreshing cocktails. I think of garish kind of fucking mm. garnishes, uh, like pineapples yeah. and pineapple leaves. So I've got um, I've got Malibu with pineapple in a can. Oh. So it's, it's probably the most wow. 80s drink I could think of, apart from not being, like, electric blue. And, Ross, I know we were chatting before. You, you, you're actually off the sauce at the moment. Off the sauce. Um, so you're uh, you're you're not you're not on the alcohol, but you do have an interesting beverage. Do, yeah, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm going to sound like you know, I'm drinking Three Spirit, which is this Ooh. like um, it's like alcohol free sort of elixirs, but mm-hmm. they're, they're designed to be poured like with cocktails. So this one I've got is called Nightcap, Ooh. and uh, I'm just uh, Nightcap. I've I've had it straight. It's quite sweet. It's like a kind of like gingery, mapley, vanilla sort of thing right so it's quite nice it's not actually too far off rum territory what? actually ah. having that with a ah. little a diet coke's consciously here you were thinking oh well, that's what i'm going yeah but um what i was going to say is 80s uh i'll give you my first van halen uh bit of inf- bit. so michael yeah. anthony original bass player of yep. van halen uh had a jack daniels bass guitar that you can see <laughs> on some of the tours and it had um it had like 
so it was just a, like a Jack Daniels bottle, but it also had this hidden compartment where little mini bottles of Jack Daniels were. <laughs> like, take a shot on stage. That's um, fucking awesome. I think the only thing that would make that better is if it actually shot many bottles of Jack Daniels and all that. <laughs> that would be That'd fucking, be fucking great, by the way. Imagine, imagine some kind of walking up, locking and loading with many Jack Daniels. I once saw Nickelback and they had a t-shirt <laughs> cannon. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yes, man. but a uh, Daniel's cannon would be better. And there's a good actually uh, when they played uh, what was it called the US Festival. There's a really that's like the best um, footage probably of of Van Halen live at the US Festival in 1983. Um, and there's a bit of David Lee Roth comes out and he drinks a giant bottle of Jack Daniels, like the ones you'd get like from the <laughs> from the fucking the office, like the in the pub upside down jobby and he's like we don't we don't put iced tea in our jack daniels like those pussies in the clash <laughs> so um i that um craigie so you've 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 got your, your malibu and pineapple ross has got his um he's a three spirit mm-hmm. um cocktail um I've also got a new. I've got a new bottle of rum for tonight. Um, it's not. It's not linked to the band at all. Um, I didn't. I didn't go down that route. Um, this is called. It's called Cut. Um, I thought it's some connection with Glasgow, but it doesn't. I was talking absolute shit. It's. Um, I think you just drank it in Glasgow. Is that what it is? I'm sure we drank it after seeing Fleet Foxes. No, right, okay. At maybe. the drum. At the drum. Ah, okay. Um, so, ah, it's pretty nice. This is a spice variety. They do. They do three different ones. They do. Spiced, overproof, and uh, smoked. I know you were talking about smoked rum on the podcast before. This is mm. the spice fry. I've had a wee taste neat, and it's oh, sorry, not neat, um, just over ice. And it's actually really sweet, uh, sweeter than I was expecting, but it's nice. The vanilla tastes nice. Uh, and I've got a wee bottle of, I've got a wee bottle of uh, cloudy apple juice, just want to mix oh. it up. A wee Fancy, you know, it's like, mm. so, pop that in there. Is that a glass bottle of cloudy apple juice? It is. God, you're taking it like posh. Can we swallow? Well, I got it for waitrose, so come on. Aye, big spender here. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty nice, by the way. It's lovely. It does taste a wee bit, um, yeah, those kind of fruity cocktails as well. So I feel like I'm kind of on, I'm on theme here with you guys, so that's good. Um, before, we go, before we go any further, I think we should get, get a track on. Ross, what, what would you recommend to, to get us going? Well, it opens with Unchained. Unchained is like the ultimate for me is like the best. I feel like if you'd never heard Van Halen before and you heard that, you'd be like, all right, this is what this band are about. Right, let's get on. like me being petty or not petty but like just kind of like have heard listen so many like bootlegs of van halen but he's been doing basically that guitar solo for like 30 40 years (laughs) and it's like he's such a fucking sick guitarist you're like come on you could do something else but but, yeah do some other mad stuff but then Mm -hmm. if you want to see him really do mad stuff you just have to watch it when he was like relapsing from 
his alcohol you know, like went full alky again and then it went mental <laughs> like in 2004 there's some like pretty <laughs> dark footage <laughs> of fucking Van Halen touring with Sammy Hagar when yeah he's off his fucking nut but was it any good was it better was no, it, it was awful like, oh, like, okay. <laughs> have moments of like wow this is pretty cool and out there and then it would just literally be like wailing feedback and him just going like, <laughs> was it like finger tapping the wrong strings so it was like dude, yeah. Dude, yeah, dude. yeah yeah and just like talking shit and rambling it was it's bad yeah and he's got this weird like samurai hair as well yeah it's um it's pretty grim. So I probably should. I probably got a wee bit ahead of myself there. So what? Uh, what I wanted to to just to say, if you're tuning to the podcast for the first time, or you're tuning to this series for the first time, um, live in lockdown, uh, Craig and I decided that um, well, one of the things we we're really missing was was live music. You know, you can't go to gigs. Certainly, I had gigs planned. And Craig, I know you definitely did. That you couldn't go to Ross. You were mentioning some of your comedy shows that were having to be cancelled. And um, it's it's pretty depressing. That is one thing that I think we we really miss is the thrill of uh, going to see live music, you know, a live show of, of any kind. So, uh, and we're here today to talk about Van Halen, as I mentioned, but uh, but uh, I was a little bit remiss not to mention what um, what album specifically we're here to discuss. So we've been going through our own collections, um, but Ross is our guest. Uh, we invited him to choose a live album, and uh, Ross, you did choose Van Halen, but. What, what remind us what the album was again? So yes, yeah, so this is uh, Tokyo Dome live in concert. So this is twenty thirteen, I think it was recorded, and it yeah. came out in twenty fifteen. Um, and a, like the vinyl box set of it, it's like a four. I think it's four vinyl box. And mm-hmm. it, when it came out, it was expensive as well. I remember, like at the time, I wasn't. Uh, as you know, wildly successful rich comedian as I am now. So <laughs> it was, uh, I remember it coming out of my van balance and being like, oh, fucking hell. Um, I think it's like 50, 60 quid. But um, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's weird. Like, I, There's another Van Halen live album called Live Right Here Right Now, but it is not a live album. <laughs> like... <laughs> They, right. I, I've read, I've read articles and read interviews with, uh, in Sammy Hagar's autobiography. He was the second singer of Van Halen, um, and they basically re-recorded the whole fucking thing, <laughs> so in the studio with like audience sounds. Whereas this gets a bit of a bad rap, this album, because David Lee Roth, who is an aging rock star, voice yeah. isn't what it once was, and his voice wasn't really ever anything amazing. Not it's really. a showman, um, yeah. so people kind of slag it off, but. I don't know. So, so some ways listen to it as a live album. It's not the prettiest thing in the world, but there's no. so many albums where it's not even actually live. Like, yeah, no, that's a really good point. And we talked, we talked about that on a previous episode. Um, I think there was some contention over Thin Lizzy um, album, and, and some people said the guy that was it the producer was it Craig it was wasn't it? I Tony was got it. Tony was gone. He was like, nah, that was fucking. The only thing that was live was the drums or something. He said. Right. Um, but a lot of the band denied it says it was bullshit and so you know there's so much music that's overproduced now yeah that something about the rawness is just like this is what it sounded like and if it wasn't pretty at times then so be it but this is what the gig was like and i think there's something to be kind of quite admired about that um having listened to it in its entirety um earlier on today 
as a kind of all over the place and uh david lee roth is just <laughs> you mentioned this in your episode as well it keeps it keeps doing that really annoying guitar, guitar. <laughs> <laughs> five times in the first two tracks i was like fucking hell yeah um, the thing is, like, all that stuff works in the context of seeing seeing yeah. Alan live so like just to give you a bit of, of uh understanding this concert you can actually watch all of it on youtube and i think there's actually a youtube video where someone has synced up this audio with like their footage so oh, right. as, as in just watching it with the proper pro audio it, it actually works really well um but like david lee roth so when i saw them i saw them in 2016 um and he has it's like the band have a there's a stage if you've ever been to a concert before i know it's been a while but um he has like this, um before before he came on there's this guy dust he has like a dance floor basically that's elevated and springboard right uh, on it and then before he comes on a guy comes on and like literally dusts talcum powder <laughs> on the stage <laughs> like <laughs> so really finally well i think maybe like in the 80s it would have been um <laughs> I think he's just sort of his blood type is now just uh, Colombian, but um, yeah. he, uh, but yeah, so he has that, and then he wears these like dancing shoes, like they look like brogues, but they've got a flat like slip, slippy like jazz sole, and he just <laughs> slides around the whole time and does like spins, and he has this huge stick that he twirls around, and it's fucking bonkers. So I in the context of seeing all that, and then him just going skip it. Oh, guitar! That makes sense, but when you just listen yeah. to it, you're like, this just is the ramblings of a madman. Is that a Japanese beat? I'm gonna hurt myself if you keep doing that shit. I kind of looking forward to it. So when Van Halen reformed with David Lee Roth in 2012-ish, 2011, and they recorded the album A Different Kind of Truth, Michael Anthony was booted out of the band, basically. Right, okay. Uh, and I think when Sammy Hagar left in 2004, 2005, um, Michael Anthony went. It's actually in Sammy Hagar's autobiography. Look, you're getting actual facts now, and this is where I don't sound like this cool guy. I'm just a fucking Van Halen nerd. But I think <laughs> the, the end of the tour they did with Sammy Hagar, that one where I was like, Eddie Van Halen was just off his rocker and he was just a drunk, is like they all had their separate buses. And Jeez. apparently, like the end of the tour, Michael Anthony and and Sammy Hagar went off in one direction, and the Van Halen brothers, Alex Van Halen, uh, Eddie Van Halen went the other way, and then that was kind of it. And when when they came to do this, the different kind of truth album, it was Wolfgang Van Halen, and I don't think Michael Anthony, according to all reports, Michael Anthony didn't even get asked. Craig T, a question for you, Van Halen is it? Is there any Van Halen in your 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 esteemed collection? I've got 1984, uh, which is a classic, of course. Um, but that's about it. That is about it. David Lee Roth is an absolute madman. And just you even describing him, old man with a stick and fucking flat dancing shoes. I yeah. love that. I want all <laughs> and he's over like, that. And he's like, comes out, shirt off, covered in tattoos. And he loves Japan. He's got these, like, he's got this huge, like, proper, like, um, what's the Japanese mafia called uh oh, yakuza. yakuza yeah it's got like proper yakuza style tattoos and um so he's like and he speaks japanese um and i think he talks japanese during he does several yeah. times actually and does you he? Can tell that's he was, cool he was yeah. quite keen to show off and um yeah, not got a problem and, doing that yeah 
And I presume, well, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to assume that he was just going to keep on shouting Konnichiwa and that was about it. But no, no, no. He lived, he lived in Tokyo for a while. Good lad. Yeah, no, proper sentences and the crowd are like liking it. So he must be saying some good shit. You know, they're like, oh. So being the only person in this call that um, hasn't listened to this album, I know that Japan uh, Japanese crowds are notoriously quiet. Does that come through on this, or or does is there Van Halen fever and they finally break out of their their meekness? No, they're definitely up for it on this. I think. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, I would say so. Yeah, and no, I would say they were up for it. Um, that it's, it's noisy. Like we talked about some of the other albums we've been listening to. Like you don't really know it's a live album. Um, whereas this, you definitely do. A lot of crowd noise, a lot of interaction, a lot of rambling. Uh, in between songs from David Lee Roth and, and, and actually during songs as well um, so you're definitely getting that live experience you de- you feel like you know you could be there and um, but I think as Ross said you probably do need some of the visuals to kind of tie it all tie it all together um, but okay. let's get another track on So Ross, um, you're also someone that was not around when Van, well, you weren't, you weren't born when Van Halen were around the first time, but uh, how did you get into the band? What got you into them? Um, what was your kind of gateway, uh, your gateway drug, if you like? Gateway to get into Van Halen. So gateway um, I play guitar, and I play guitar since I was 12. And... Um, I used to buy Guitarist magazine. One month it had I'm the One, which is track four on the first um, first CD or first disc uh, mm-hmm. of this album. That was the first Van Halen song I'd ever heard. Van Halen, I listened to like Nirvana and like Blink-182 yeah. and learned how to like play power chords and like palm mute. And then mm-hmm. kind of started to get into like, oh, well, what's this? Like, what else can I do on the guitar? Uh-huh. And and listen to guitar music, and I learned I'm the one. Like that, was, I learned how to play that song. Like I taught myself how to play it when I was like thirteen, um, and I could I could properly like play it note for note. So I just would used to sit in my room and play guitar. Like come home from school and just play guitar until bedtime. Um, and that's and I sort of discovered that, which is actually. It's quite weird because it's like I think it's like in the middle of the first Van Halen album, um, and everyone kind of that would learn to play guitar would learn to play Eruption. That's kind of the classic, yeah. Um, Eddie Van Halen shred in peace. But yeah, so I just learned that song. And I was like, this is fucking cool, and then kind of wor- worked my way from there and bought all of the back catalog on CD and mm-hmm. just became obsessed. Nice, nice. Um, no, that is really cool. And one thing to say f- about this record: Am I right in thinking is this the, was this the last physical release? Did they break up shortly after this, or what was the? Yeah, they did another tour, right? And that's the tour I saw them on. And then where I went to, I went to Canada <laughs> to go see Van Halen. Um, and I had especially to go and see them. So, so I, so when the, when the tour came out, I said to, to my girlfriend, I was like, right. We can go anywhere 
you, I'm going to see Van Halen. <laughs> Here's the list of dates. You choose. Right. You choose where about, where about, in where about North America you want to go. <laughs> so we chose Toronto. Um, right. And then, and also, it, l- luck would have it at the time. The Canadian dollar it was like half price, basically. So, ah, so it, was like, it meant I could buy the like AAA VIP super duper f- guaranteed front row. You get to go to sound check. You get all this bollocks. Yes, that's what you want. Gonna, I mean, if you're a super fan, it's got to be done. Um, like, I, so <laughs> this is really nerdy, but like. And I don't really not believe in this shit, but like you know, like when you have like dreams that signify things, and apparently, if your teeth fall out in a dream, that means you've had what like a money? significant life change. I thought it was worried about money, but this is why it's all fucking bollocks. But you know, it's whatever you want it to be. But anyway, I've never ever in my life dreamt having that feeling, and I had it the night at that night when I came home, having seen Van Halen. I've grown up all this year. Like I've properly like fucking cried like a little baby when I watched them. I was like, this is amazing. Because I was, I, was I, I picked especially to to my seat would be right in front where Eddie Van Halen was. And like, yeah. So I just got to watch That's him awesome. play guitar so and for like two hours. No, I was like, I'm not wearing earplugs. I'm, if I'm going to go deaf, I'm going to go deaf by Eddie Van Halen. No, Craig, how is it? How's your rum? It's very nice. Um, I'm in two minds about it. I can't decide if it's really nice or it's a wee bit synthetic. They they say it's the real spice and it's not any shite in it. Um, but it is very sweet. Um, I think with full fat coke, that would be that would be even for you, Craig. It would be sweet. I think even for me. Even for you, even for you. So but it is nice. Does it nice. make the cut? Uh, it does. I think I'd say it does make the cut. Just yes, I like you did there. When I went to see them live, the only I only went for a one piss, and it was during the drum solo. <laughs> oh, well, you chose the best time. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, right, I'm fucking desperate. How can yeah. I go? And I was like, oh, it's the drum solo. I was like, right. I was gonna say, like, talking about bands that you really, really want to fucking see. I managed to see yep. King Crimson last year, and Ooh, obviously nice. King Crimson. I want to see fucking the whole of In the Court of Crimson King. And I was bursting yep. for a piss. We've been drinking all day. It was in the Glasgow <laughs> concert hall. I was sitting next to all these old cunts. I stood up, politely went past. And just as I opened that door, you know the door? Uh, uh, well, if you've, all, if you've ever been at the concert hall, you're in the stalls, you open the yeah. door, and then you're in complete silence just about. I just fucking opened that door. And then it just said, <laughs> And I had to stand in the corner, needing a piss, for a good solid 25 minutes. <laughs> and then, Just so you didn't know. Like, you're like, oh yeah. shit, going to do the extended jam. And you're like, oh that's no. That's fucking it. <laughs> Bastards, I was like, oh god. And that's why, like, these days, I, I don't want to sound like a sad bastard, but I generally check set lists so I know when I can no, go for a piss. Oh, you can't. 
No, you can't. You, you have can't. to. With, with, with certain bands, you're like, I'm only here for a fucking reason. When are they playing it so I can piss? I well, because when I went to see them, I was like, I'm not going to watch the set list, and the surprise I saw somebody post something on twitter or something or like a video in my feed and i was like fuck but they played they played some songs that they didn't play on this album I and the like thing that. that annoyed me about this is that that new album they put out a different kind of truth i really like that album i think it's really good um and so that was the last studio album to that date, was then. Studio album. and it was basically it's not really any new songs it's songs that were like they they never they wrote with david lee roth and they never recorded um, okay. So we went back and like kind of modernized them, but so right. it's still got that kind of classic Van Halen vibe to it. But I really like that album. I think it's really good. Um, and they, they only played two songs off of it. It was interesting there when you were talking about the Van Halen gig and you were talking about you were like, fuck it, I'm not wearing earplugs, I'm going to I don't care if I go deaf, you know, it's worth it. This how I want to how I want to go out. Um I also remember recently you were telling me this would have been um this would have been in January, so not that long ago, you went to Slipknot gig at the O2. Yeah. Now that was quite a different experience. I wonder if you could maybe like uh <laughs> share that with us. I went to see Slipknot the O2. Also, me and my mate uh, Matt, who who's plays drums in the band i was in uh and we uh we now are like yeah kind of like rich dads who still rock and uh just buy like the fancy tickets to go to gigs so we bought like these nice seats for the o2 to watch slipknot and the slipknot show was visually amazing but the fucking sound man like i it was so loud and there's like no bass at all and then so it's just you just kind of hear this like kank and then just Corey Taylor being like, "What's up, you motherfucking maggots?" Like I've never been called a maggot or a motherfucker more in my entire life. <laughs> Amazing. I actually Slipknot was Slipknot was my second ever gig, or they were at my second ever gig. And Slipknot are probably the band that I have seen the most that I have never wanted to see. They're just always there. <laughs> That's so, great. Like, it was um, Ozfest two thousand and one. Fucking Slipknot okay. were there. And all I heard was the fucking drums because they were always just beating on fucking bins and like oil yeah. drums. And I, I, yeah. I did have that fucking tribal rage that was quite, um, it was yeah. cool, but I still was not a fan. And then I think it was the Leeds Festival, either 2002 or 2003. And again, here's fucking Slipknot. Um, but I have to say, as I get older, I think I like Slipknot more. I do, and I like Slipknot as well. I was just looking at the lineup for Ozfest 2001. That's a good gig. It was fucking, that was Tool. And I, I still love telling people I saw Tool at my second ever gig. But really, the only reason I went to that gig was fucking Papa Roach. And yes, my dad. I fucking love Papa Roach. Oh, man. Uh, that, um, I saw them at, uh, do you remember, it's, uh, well, it's kind of a thing again, but it, it was called Gig in the Green at Glasgow Green. Yes. And it was, was that the year that Metallica also played? Uh, no, it wasn't. Um, that year, it was. I was so many good bands that year, actually. So you had Papa Roach, Marlon Manson. You had um, Eminem played. You had um, who else? Iggy Pop. 
Green Day. It was, it was tons of, and it was actually pretty cheap for tickets. And because it was in the city, you didn't have to camp out wow. any of that fucking bollocks. Um, it was great. Um, but I, I loved that album as well. That was what was that called? It was in in first first, first album. Yeah. In first, yeah. I had that yeah. on limited edition, like ten. It was like a fucking oh, yes. lunchbox that I remember the, that, yeah. the, the era of like that shit. I remember I remember I I wasn't a particular fan, but I remember Puddle of Mud had a deluxe version of their album. And I, the have to, I have to stop you right now. Has have all you saw the Puddle of Mud video that came out yesterday? What? Where he's covering fucking um oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh you my god is the once. Yes, that's Puddle of Mud trying to sing fucking um uh, I can't even remember. No, but, I thought that was a fucking like a comedian taking no, the piss. That came out yesterday. That's actually him properly trying. Uh huh. Oh, fucking hilarious! What were you going to say about um? What were you actually going to say about Puddle of Mud, Ross? No, I just say I remember they had this <laughs> deluxe version of their album, and the, it was like a squidgy, like it was like um, it had it was like brown goo in the case. Oh, what? <laughs> And it was like, yeah, I just remember seeing that. There's actually a few, I think the Alien soundtrack was re-released on vinyl that had liquid in the middle of it, so when oh, you moved yeah, it around, right, yeah, like, yeah, it was pretty cool. blood, wasn't that's it? Cool. So like, in the vinyl, so when yeah. it was spinning, it would all go to the outside, yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. Um, but no, that, that was a kind of weird time. It's, um, I was saying that to you the other week, um, Craig, um, that kind of either, you know, the whole kind of new metal shit, and uh, it was a Wes Borland album I came across. Um, in fact, it was you'll know this Ross as well because you put me onto that that James Acaster book. Oh yeah, um, his twenty sixteen albums of twenty sixteen. Yeah. It's a Wes Borland album um, of, and this is what I love. It's of a. It's meant to be a movie soundtrack that he just kind of made up in his mind of this kind of fictional movie that doesn't even exist. Amazing. Um, but the soundtrack—it's actually fucking really good, and it's nothing like Limbiscuit. And yeah, no, like Wes Borland is like one of the best guitar, like best guitarists of like our generation. He's just was in <laughs> fucking Limbiscuit. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he didn't do himself any favors because he then brought what was a big dumb face and all these other fucking mad bands. Yeah. It didn't really show off his talent. No, no. But like if you listen to like <laughs> if you listen to like Gold Cobra, just the last <laughs> album that Limbiscuit did, his guitar playing on it's really good. And in fact, actually, when you listen to any Limbiscuit songs, the guitar and the drums and stuff are actually really and the bass. It's like the bass actually. I remember. I still remember that era of music. Bass players always had fucking light up frets yeah, on their man, guitars. That's, like, that's um, how you know. That's how you know you're metal. Well, I don't know. To be fair, what was it, Greg? Greg K from The Offspring as well. He had fucking those lay-up frets as well. Well, they got rid of him, did they? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> to be fair, I know what you're saying about the bass players because uh, Rab's going to remember the time I was playing bass. And that, and that rearranged bass line, that's fucking... Fucking old... Uh, that was, no, that wasn't Chocolate Starfish. That was the one before that. Um, oh, fuck. What was it called? I tell you what, I've got so- Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavoured Water on vinyl. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. If I say fuck three more times, there'll be 99 fucks on this fucked up frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to do the new metal special, we can definitely... I, honestly, I, I think this is what's going to have to happen because it will, give me, it will encourage me to buy all this shit on record. Like because I no, need a, you don't need any more encouragement to be buying more records. Well, anyway, I actually think that this... I'm, 
I was going to say, this might be quite a good time to, to curtail this podcast with a promise that we'll come back to do a new metal special. I think we should. I think we definitely should. Um, we can maybe pick out an artist each or something we'll like that. we wear criminal damage jeans on the podcast. <laughs> no, well, I'm going to break out the shirt that has the flames coming up from the bottom. Oh, yes, that's good. Oh, well, I just ordered an uh, Adidas tracksuit, so I'll go full... Uh, Kobe Dick, oh. Jacoby. Oh. oh yeah, Corin or or Kobe Dick. I get my Adidas superstars on, and yes, yeah. I'll just have to like shave the beard off, but just leave it on the chin strap. Oh, yeah, the soul patch. <laughs> <laughs> some wrap around, uh, some wrap around shades. Oh, please, yeah. Burn no, please. Wear your um, baseball cap backwards. So Ross, um, thanks very much for for joining us uh, this this evening, this this afternoon, this morning, whenever you're listening to it. Um, uh, great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for sharing your uh, your gig experiences with us, and obviously your your knowledge um, around Van Halen and many other things <laughs> that we didn't expect, but it was was, was, uh, was great. Um, if anyone wants to sort of check out your your podcasts or your comedy stuff, where, where can they find you? Yeah, I guess I'm at Ross Drummond on all the social medias. So yeah, just give us a look up on those. Uh, RossDrummond.com, I own it. So yeah, get that one hit a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I, if you're ever, if you're ever in London, I'd recommend uh, going checking out. Um, uh, yeah, it comes to the jerk store. It's first Tuesday of every month uh, when you can go out again. <laughs> <laughs> get in your diary for next year yeah <laughs>